Hey, Paul. Hey, Fab. How you doing? I'm doing great. Yourself? Good. Cool. So today we decided to go back a bit in the weeds of sales success. <laughs> Let's call it that. And uh, talk about objections. I'm sure it's something we've talked about uh, here and there in the past, but maybe not a whole episode on it. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously there's different types of objections that happen at different moments uh, of your sales process. Um, you know, obviously I'm guessing, you know, at the beginning, at the beginning, it's more like, I don't, I don't have any problems. I don't want to talk to you type of thing. And, <laughs> and then <laughs> later on towards the end, it's probably more, uh, well, more, more some resistance, but maybe objections more related to resistance and more fear of purchasing or whatever. Um, so how about you walk us through a bit the type of objections that you can encounter and then how, how to manage them? Sure. Well, it's interesting what you said, because you're right. According to where you are in your sales process, uh, the objection changes, right? At first, it'll be, I have no time or everything's okay. And, and you're right. And, and really, listen, I think when it boils down to any objection, it's all about one thing. It's all about just letting the person talk and explaining why and lowering resistance. So regardless of what the objection is, is to say, okay, I hear you. Uh, could you tell me a little bit more, right? So obviously, it's the beginning of the process. They say, look, I just don't have time to talk to you. Well, then then you can say, okay, you know, it's fine. I respect that. When would be a better time to speak? So that's an, an original objection. Or if, uh, you know, everything's going well, uh, you know, let's say we're talking about um, someone who's trying to sell a process or a product. Uh, everything's going well. You know, we're, we're very happy. Well, there too, it's just, oh, look, that's great. You know, can you tell me a little bit more? I just want to learn and, and find out about your business and then see if there's opportunities when you're speaking to them and asking open-ended questions. Opportunities for what? Well, then you you just counter that objection by asking them to tell you a little bit more about it, right? Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, you know, if we role-played it, you know, and you said something to me like, um, let's say I was a salesperson, I said something to you like, uh, you know, you, you said, hey, Paul, everything's fine. You know, our, um, let's say I'm a TV sales repairman. And you say, hey, my TV works great, you know, and, and or I'm a TV salesman, let's just say. And you yeah. say, oh, my TV works great. I love it. It's awesome. And you say, well, I'm very happy for you. You know, tell me, tell me a little bit more about your TV. And you say, well, I, I got to get up and turn the channels every time I want to change the station. And, you know, I got to, I got to pedal on my bike to get the TV to turn on, you know? So you're basically listening to the person and, and then you're creating opportunity and you can say, Hey, um, you know, is there any way that your TV, tell me how your TV could be better? Well, if I didn't have to get up to change the stations, you know, so I'm making so, it very obvious. And can, I, can, I just, for conversation. can I just interrupt you there about the TV example? Cause I think it's a good, I mean, obviously it's a little <laughs> silly, but it's, it, it illustrates the point. Um, so let's say, uh, you know, somebody says, uh, you know, you ask the person, how can you how can you make your TV better? How can your TV be better? Uh, and they said, like, honestly, there's, you know, it's all good. You know, I'm really happy with it. And would you then kind of more go into more suggestive type of question? Well, kind of like, well, are you happy with the fact that you have to get up every time to go change the channel? Or, or do you Listen, kind of leave it? If I was a TV salesperson, yes, I might do that, particularly if they have to get up to change the station. But I might say, how could your TV be better, right? Like, what, what can make yeah. it better? If I, 
if the person's totally happy, then you're just going, then it's not an objection. You're just disqualifying because there's right. a fine line between objection and being qualified too, right? Because yeah, it's because I know, like if I obviously have my marketing hat and I know in the marketing world, sometimes you're like, well, people don't always necessarily know what they want, right? And the typical example is kind of this iPhone, you know, like people didn't know they wanted the iPhone. Everybody was happy with their Blackberries. Nobody was really like, oh, I don't like typing on a keyboard. In fact, a lot of people were pushing back on the, the iPhone saying there was no physical keyboard. Um, you know, and there's always that old example I think is attributed to Ford. Uh, Henry Ford saying, if, if I asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. You know what I mean? Like, um, so they don't always, you kind of don't know what you don't know, right? Obviously, the TV example is a little silly. Everybody, I'm guessing most people know it. Anybody listening to this anyway knows it. <laughs> you don't have to get up and change the channel anymore. But, you know, you don't always know what you don't know, right? Yeah. As a prospect, I mean. Yeah, and, and that, look, that's not an objection. So let, let's stick to objections. So let's go further down the sales process. When yeah. someone says something to you, like, um, there's a lot of them, right? But if someone says, I need to speak to my people about this, or I need to speak to the committee about this, or, you know, I need to think about it, or um, I want to shop around, you know, those are all, they're all objections, and you need to know how to handle them. Well, all of those objections require you to do one main thing which is to ask an open-ended question um you know and the first one if you need to, to speak to your committees okay tell me more about that well i need to convince this person that person okay that's great you know and of course if they have to pitch it to a committee then your next question should be well can i you know can i come in and pitch your committee with you how can i pitch it to your committee with you and most people will say probably no you know <laughs> i need to do it on my own and the ones that say, yes, it's great, you go with them and, and you do your, you know, you have a conversation with them. But when, when someone says, well, no, actually, I, I need to do that on my own. Sorry, my allergies are bad. Um, when someone says, I need to do that on my own, first thing you need to make sure of, is this an objection? Is he telling you he's not interested, right? Mm. So how do you do that? You know, you can straight out ask him, well, you know, are you interested? <laughs> how are you going to sell this thing to your people? Or you could say something to the effect of, well, if you had to make the decision, what would it be? Right? So that's one objection. Yeah, and the decision what? Sorry, I didn't, I didn't hear the last part. If you had to make the decision, what would that decision be? Oh, okay. So then you'll know his answer and his position. And if the person's not keen on your product, you'll find out, and then you can talk about that. Well, yep. actually, I like everything you've talked about, but I find your price is a little expensive. Yeah. And again, oh, so you're telling me the price is expensive. Tell me more about that. You're just trying to find out why they have an objection or what that means. You need to know what the next actionable item is and how you can help that next actionable item. So, so I think you touched on one of the major objections that happen later in, in the sales process, which is pricing, right? Like, oh, you're too expensive or, or some variant of that. Um, so would you approach that the same way, saying like, oh, tell me about that? Or, or would you kind of try to, to take a different approach? Well, if someone says, oh, you know, I want to shop around and pricing, um, I wouldn't say, tell me more about that. It's quite obvious. <laughs> I want to know more about the price. What I'd probably say there is, oh, price is very important to you. Can you tell me why? Yeah. Right? It's a little different. So, so let's say they're like, oh, well, I can get your product for the same price somewhere else, or 
you know, I have only a budget of $5 and you're asking me for five fifty. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so then, you know, you're asking like, why, why is pricing important? So, you know, like some people, different people have different realities, right? Then they already have, some people have budgets that they really can't move where they don't feel like going at bats to, to try to get more, more budget and stuff like that. Um, so kind of regard, like depending on what you get from there, like you get some sort of an answer, like I don't have a budget. It seems a little out of my range. It's more than what I was expecting to pay or some, something like that. Like what's, what's the next step after that? Well, you've said it all. And, and so person it's out of my range or I don't have the budget. You need to ask them, can you tell me more about that? Can you tell me why it's out of your range? What were you expecting to get? What is your range? You know, like you, 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 you just, want to deepen that conversation you don't want to challenge it you want to deepen it and um you know you know that other really handsome guy that came on there when you were off the camera i don't know who that was i haven't seen him in a while (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, i like like his haircut (laughs) yeah this guy's getting a haircut on the 16th (laughs) counting down the days um uh, I forgot what I wanted to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So basically, okay. So then it's just, I feel like, I don't know, because I know we talked a lot about earlier on in some of the early episodes about, you know, selling, not selling value, but quantifying their problems and stuff like that. And um, what, um, how should I say, uh, you know, it seems like, you know, everybody has a price tag in mind, right? I mean, you, sometimes you go in and they're like, yeah, yeah, that, that seems fair. That's, that's what I wanted. Sometimes you go in and you're like, whoa, this is way more than I was expecting. And, uh, you know, you tell me more and this and that. And, and then sometimes you realize like, you know, they're, they're just having a hard time assigning value to that project. Um, and so like, well, I'm just, I guess my question is right, how deep do you go in this objection handling, like fact finding? Like at, at some point you just say like, listen, this is the price and that's the price. Or do you always kind of like, try to go backwards and try to see what you can do and so on. The minute you get any objection, whether it's price or time or value or whatever it is, you need to go back and dig more into that, that issue. You need to understand why that issue exists. Right. So, you know, if someone, if you're selling a commodity and they can get the same thing somewhere else, you're selling uh, you know, steel, (laughs) you know, raw steel by the pound and, and they can get, the price they can get a better price somewhere else well then you you better find out what it is that you can do to deliver that steel maybe it's a delivery maybe it's the way it's delivered the size the the, the you know the the format um but all things being equal then you might have to play on price right yeah um but you know that's a rare thing honestly i think yeah. that's a rare thing um price is usually indicative of just someone wanting to negotiate and you need to find out why they want to negotiate. You need to understand how they're going to build the value and what it is they're looking for and why it is that they're willing to, to pay for your price or what it is you're going to offer. That's going to make sense to them. But really it's always, whenever you have an objection, it's about, it's about to question about that, lower resistance, ask them to tell you more. And if you need to go backwards in your sales process and ask more questions and dig deeper, well then you need to do that. Because anyone who hasn't, anyways, anyone who has an objection is not ready to be closed. And if yeah. you're not ready to be closed, well, then you need to go back into into the um, into the, the the situation, back up, and find out what it is you can do. Yeah, 
Yeah, and, and I mean, yeah, I think you, I think you hit the nail on the head, which I think it's obviously. I mean, you're the film expert, but um, you know, like somebody, anybody who has any type of object, objection is someone who's not really ready to be closed yet. And I mean, there's some valid time, you know, uh, like breaks or whatever, where they sometimes have to go back and get some sort of an approval or, or whatnot. Um, it, it's just, it's just a delay. It's not really an objection, but, um, but you're right. Anybody who has an objection is just not ready to close right now. And, and you, you just have to dig deeper. And so what the objection is, is almost secondary. That's what I'm hearing is that yeah, whether it's yeah, a thing or a, a yeah. whatever it's, 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 it's whatever they're choosing, whatever, probably maybe even whatever, whatever they're most comfortable with, right? Some people like negotiating and so they'll pick on price and some people like uh, getting everybody's opinion and everybody, you know, and so they'll probably pick what they prefer, you know what I mean? The objection yeah, they prefer. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's funny because think of those, think of those times you've walked in the old days when you could actually go shopping and you walk in someone and someone would pressure you, try to pressure you to buy something or whatever, yeah. coffee machine or whatever it was. Yeah. And, 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 and usually you, you end up giving them some lame objection like, oh, I have one at home or it doesn't yeah. match my, my wall or whatever it might be. You just, you're just trying to get rid of the person, right? Yeah. But if that salesperson was really good, they'd say, oh, okay, you know, and, and whatever. Or, or they wouldn't try to be pushy. They'd ask, well, why are you looking for a coffee machine? You know, yeah. what, what, what are the important features? And if they find out about you, they'll find out how serious you are. Because if, let's say you're just browsing, you'll just say, hey, man, I'm, I'm just browsing. You know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not serious today. I'm not, I'm not there yet. I just, I'm just looking around, you know. I'm yeah. not ready to make a decision. Cool. But objections can happen anytime and, and you just have to go backwards in your sales process. You can't rush them through. That's yeah. one that you can't rush an objection through. And you, you can't, you can't, if you do that, you build resistance and most likely you won't get the outcome you're looking for. At the end of the day. Yeah. You know, cool. one last example. I remember going in to buy a guitar. Yeah. Not that long ago. And I went in and it was, it was, you know, a guitar I really wanted and it was nice. I took it off the wall. I started playing it. You know, the sales guy came over to me and I says, Oh, it's a nice guitar. But what? Well, yeah. I said, yeah, I agree. You know, I was playing with it. And, and he just asked me, so, you know, he asked me, he asked me a few questions and, and right away he figured out I was a, I was a buyer. He never had to pressure me. He just asked me the right questions. Right. I mean, there are some products that are, you know, it's very personal and you know if you want it or not, but you know, good salespeople know which questions to ask you to qualify you and to make sure you're really ready for this. Thing, you know? and it's this yeah. Yeah. Obviously, thing. I mean, in anything, right. Even for you, I'm sure you've, you've spoken to some clients that are like, you know, we need a sales consultant and you happen to, to be there at the right place at the right time. And the sales, the sale process is a lot easier than at other times where people are maybe less aware that they're having issues and stuff like that. And you know what I mean? So same with yeah. me. I've had some clients where everything happened within a week, you know, and we were up and running the next the next week. And others yeah. have taken months and months of like yeah. digging and tweaking and doing this and doing a micro project here and you know, like it just takes a while. I know exactly. Yeah. 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 Hey, this is great. Thanks. Did, there was you, have more? did you have did you want to ask more? No, I think we're good. I think next time, uh, just so that this one doesn't run on too long, we should do maybe some role play, like maybe try to identify like the typical objections that you get and do some role yep. play around that. I think that would be fun. I would love to do that. Stay yeah. tuned.
for Thank our you. next part two. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Brad. Thanks for listening.